0: Welcome to the WP Builds Podcast, bringing you the latest news from the WordPress community. Now, welcome your hosts, David Wormsley and Nathan Wrigley. Hello there, and welcome to the WP Builds Podcast once more. This is episode number 233, entitled Store Your Media Library in the Cloud with the Infinite Uploads plugin. It was published on Thursday the 10th of June 2021. My name's Nathan Wrigley, and a few bits and pieces of housekeeping just before we begin. I'd encourage you to go over to the WPBuilds.com website if you want to find out all of the content that we've produced. We're obviously up to 233 episodes of the podcast, so there's a great big archive of episodes to listen to. We also do a show on a Monday. It's called This Week in WordPress. I do it each week with Paul Lacey, and we talk with some notable WordPress guests, usually two, so there's four of us on the screen. It's live at 2pm UK time. And you can find that at wpbuilds.com forward slash live. And then we put all of that over on the website as well. Perhaps the best way to keep in touch with us is to go to wpbuilds.com forward slash subscribe. And over on that page, you're going to find a whole host of ways to keep in touch with us. There's various newsletters. There's also our Facebook group and YouTube channel and so on. So that's wpbuilds.com forward slash subscribe. Stop the podcast now and go and subscribe to our newsletter. You won't regret it. Another page worth mentioning is WPBuilds.com forward slash deals. It's a bit like Black Friday, but every single day of the week, significant amounts off your favorite WordPress products. So if you're in the market for something, please go and check out WPBuilds.com forward slash deals. And there you can search and filter to your heart's content. And lastly, WPBuilds.com forward slash advertise. If you would like to advertise your product or service in front of a WordPress specific audience, A bit like A-B-Split-Test have done. Do you want to set up your A-B-Split-Test in record time? The new A-B-Split-Test plugin for WordPress will have you up and running in a couple of minutes. Use your existing pages and test anything against anything else. Buttons, images, headers, rows, anything. And the best part is it works with Elementor, Beaver Builder. And the WordPress block editor as well. You can check it out. Get a free demo at absplittest.com. Okay, we are on episode number 233 of the podcast today. As I said, it's entitled Store Your Media Library in the Cloud with the Infinite Uploads Plugin. I'm joined today by Josh Daly, who's the co-founder of the plugin, and we talk about why you might need it. Basically, it comes down to convenience and speed. The idea is that they will suck up all of your media library content to their super fast CDN with 50 plus points of global presence and serve it from there. Obviously there's benefits to that. You get to have it served via a CDN and so it should be a lot quicker. And also you don't have to worry about altering the interface and using some kind of SaaS app. It's all done from the media library. So we get into that. We talk about how it works, what it does. We also talk about what would happen if you decided to back out and stop using it. In other words, how could you walk away from the plugin and how do they ensure that everything is kept safely? There's a lot to talk about. It's a really nice chat with a really nice guy. I hope that you enjoy it. Hello there. Welcome to the WP Builds podcast. Once again, you've reached an episode today in which we're going to have an interview.
1: And I'm joined by Josh Daly. How are you doing, Josh? I am doing fantastic. Bright and early here in Phoenix, Arizona. We're at... uh... About seven o'clock in the morning to catch with you. Oh, so it's always a joy and an honor, though, when I get (laughs) a chance to to chat with you.
0: You are very kind. You you may recognize um, the voice that you're hearing because Josh hasn't hasn't just recently come into WordPress. He he used to have uh, a job over at M- WPMU Dev, and he was involved in many ways. Uh, his voice was kind of the voice of WPMU Dev. But we're not talking about that today. We're talking about a product which is new to the market and therefore of great interest to all of us. I'm going to right off the bat say, you know, if, you, if you've got any queries about this, you want to pause it, go to this URL because this is where everything is happening that we're talking about. It, the product is called Infinite Uploads. It's a WordPress plugin, and the URL is exactly as you'd expect, infiniteuploads.com. So, Josh, basic question to start with. What is it? What is Infinite
1: Uploads? In short, a way to move your entire media library and actually your uploads directory to cloud storage to save on hosting, Um and bandwidth costs that you would incur otherwise. But, uh, on a more fancy technical kind of side, there's huge benefits around the process because a lot of people have heard about stateless WordPress, headless WordPress, decoupled WordPress. And essentially what we've done is made that process a one click, uh, process. You click, click a button, runs a scan, asks if you want to sync, and it pushes all of that, that content to the cloud for you without you having to do anything. So it turns WordPress um, or, or your media library into a stateless WordPress application. Hmm. Is it just
0: taking things from the media library, or do we have choices in there to, I don't know, scan around inside the WordPress install and look for other areas, or is it just everything inside the,
1: the, you know the, the storage for the media library? Yeah, it's not just the media library. It's actually the uploads directory. So there's some other small benefits that that we didn't even recognize we were going to get, like um, things like if you're using a page builder with, uh, say, Elementor, they create a CSS code file that is stored in the uploads directory that doesn't go to the media library, and um, it's a it's kind of a compressed down. You know, file that they they have, and that file then would go to infinite uploads, be stored in the cloud, and serve your code files from the CDN as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that's that is a unexpected benefit. The, yeah. the the
0: options are. I mean, I'm guessing. Primarily, most of us will be interested in, you know, media assets. So things like uh, images and video and possibly MP3 files for things like podcasts. But is it agnostic? If you put anything, if you upload anything, does it drag it along for the ride? So, you know, PDFs or any kind of strange document that you might have come across?
1: Yeah, it does uh, anything that you could put into the uploads directory or or that uses WordPress uh, upload directory. So the, there's like a lot of ways that we could talk about what are the benefits and it would really depend on what your site is. And we're aware that this is not going to be for everybody because uh, the real benefits kick in if you have either a lot of sites, so multi-site network, or a lot of media content that you're trying to work with. Mm. Examples of that are learning management systems where you may put your your video files, your um, images and all the stuff that you're doing to create a course that people can can use but then also you may have the option where at the end there's coursework somebody has to do and you're going to review that work they're going to upload a pdf document a zip file some kind of some kind of thing to that you're going to review and so your media library and the uploads can get real heavy, real fast, and it can cause cause a lot of problems for both performance and then overage costs and Mm. bandwidth and Mm. and storage. And so this is an offset for that. The other, you know, big one that we could talk about is, um, e-commerce. So lots of images, lots of video content, but then on the digital download side, if you're selling your really high quality images, those have to be delivered back to uh, the, the customer. And this is a way to pull that off. And usually people use something like an S3 or DigitalOcean or um, you know Google Cloud mm-hmm. services to pull this off. And so we're essentially a stack that's comparable to that. Uh, you wouldn't want to think of infinite uploads as a comparison to like a Dropbox uh, or or where you put your phone storage because that's a, a very different uh, kind of use case. And it's mostly for storage. This is storage and bandwidth delivery back yep. to the site.
0: Yep. Yeah. One of the kind of benefits that I could see right off the bat was the fact that it may enable you to... So you kind of make different choices about the kind of hosting that you you want for your your WordPress website. So obviously we've we've now in this scenario, we've got infinite uploads in our WordPress website. We've decoupled the media library and anything that was in there. Um, so now we've just got WordPress, just WordPress. and it, it occurs to me that you could really have a different experience going out shopping for your hosting if all that you had to do was host the the wordpress files and and push them um you know create the pages and what have you is that something that you're you're sort of like keen to sort of emphasize with this does it enable you to perhaps choose a lower price point in the hosting environment that you're looking for
1: yeah so it's it's kind of an interesting conversation that you could work around because i do think there's still um benefits to Solid, you know, hosting and performance, performance, obviously with, with first bite to delivery and and those kinds of things. I, you're going to, you're going to want a a high performing host, but it could be that instead you won't have to go up to the next plan. So you could stay on the lowest plan um, of your preferred host, or you could essentially, I've tested on, on, um, some of the, uh, I don't want to call it cheap hosting, but the um, affordable, uh, hosting. <laughs> affordable hosting, <laughs> affordable hosting, more affordable options. <laughs> you could definitely use it there as well, or a shared hosting solution, uh, where you would normally start considering upgrading to something a little bit more aggressive, and in, in if if you were running out of of storage and and bandwidth you would probably start considering upgrading. And so instead of having to move off of your shared host, you would just be able to move the media content. Yeah, I
0: mean, I'm just thinking that so often when I'm browsing around, and I, I look at WordPress hosts a lot, and and the the pricing points are very often limited or constrained, shall we say, to the amount of, well, sometimes it's bandwidth, but very often it's also just the amount of, hard disk space you're going to get, you know, be that 10 yeah. gigabytes or 20 gigabytes. And this kind of removes that because in this scenario, in a typical scenario where we're using infinite uploads, I'm guessing that really you've only got WordPress core files. That's that's it. Right. You know, maybe a few, I don't know, theme files and CSS files and things like that. But mostly it's going to be in media. And obviously if you've got a site where you you are delivering you know you, you don't need the site to be super duper performant maybe you've got a learning management system or something like that and you've got a few possibly a couple of concurrent users but you are chucking videos at them all then this could be really beneficial in that
1: in that way yes most definitely and and because the the package for WordPress is really small it's not yep. too large um, and once you get everything in in place, if you're not using this, and that's that's kind of where I was headed, but uh, with that at the beginning was just saying, it, we, we're aware that this is not going to be the solution to everybody. If you're a, a small blog, if you are a, even a, a local business or you're building sites for a local business, they're one single site. You may never see them cross 500 megabytes of storage. And we definitely don't want people to uh, feel like there's some huge, massive benefit by moving their one little site over <laughs> to this type of a, a thing because your, your hosting storage is going to be plenty. But I, I will say that in general, and I just kind of had assumed this because I'm less the less technical of the two of the the co-founders, my good friend and I, um, who put this together. We've been friends since fifth grade, and he's quite quite literally a genius i i don't know how to (laughs) i i wouldn't be doing this without him um but aaron is is really uh, yeah gifted in in what he does and so um when when we put this together it was to provide us a solution that allows people to scale infinitely with wordpress because WordPress is obviously this free and that the idea and people there's, you know, millions and millions of people using it to run their websites. And in general, I think people don't understand that the best way to deliver like a video file is not from your media library directory. Um, the best way is actually from cloud storage. So, the solutions early on, and I came into this because I've done a lot of work in nonprofit organizations, and so they would go, "Hey, we want to we want to have like a video background, or we want to have, um, you know, some some training videos or audio files for a conference that we put on, and these these large files, and we're doing a podcast or whatever that is." And so we would go, okay, let me set up for you an S3 account. And then they're having to go Mm. figure out how to use an SFTP client to access those files. And if they have a, a large volunteer base that they have to go back to and train on this stuff, now they're moving way past the scope of just log into my WordPress site and everything just works to Mm -hmm. now I have to also understand cloud storage and how this, this works and how to, to, um, you know, access it and upload things. And so it, it adds a layer of complexity, but what we end up doing then is going, the alternative is just to say, well, there's this storage here that's built into your website that works for the purpose. It's not the best way or the right way. It just is what it is. So let's go with this because it's less complex. Mm -hmm. Um, and so we wanted to take that experience and go, why can't this just be easier for anybody to use? And we'll deal with the complexity of that by, um, creating something that just does it. And then, then you, continue using your media library as if it was before, but now your volunteers, your new hires, uh, or yourself doesn't have to fiddle around with trying to understand understand cloud architecture. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, yeah. Speaking of easy, how how does it actually work? I mean, if I've had a little bit of a look at it with you just before we recorded this, and I obviously know the answer to this now, but for the purposes of everybody who doesn't know, what what's what's the experience where do we find the plugin do we have to pay for the plugin is the plugin free and then once we've installed that what's the experience how do we get files that are currently in our media library up into the um
1: the cloud yeah so infinite uploads the plugin itself um, is free on the wordpress repository and there is no premium version it is just the connection tool to getting to your storage and your bandwidth. Hmm. So this would be a distinction um, from other cloud solutions. We're definitely not the first to help you connect to cloud storage. Um, The the difference is there's no, we're not a third party connection tool though. So we don't have to charge for uh, a per site license. You don't have to pay for the per file stuff. It's just the you connect to infinite uploads and that's what we're providing to you is the storage and the bandwidth. Um so the experience would be you you download the plugin. There's a button that you click to uh scan your your site files to find what's, what's actually here. And we like to call this the smart connect process because we want people to see what they actually have, what kind of storage they're going to need. And then we'll give them an estimate. What plan is best for them based off of that storage. Okay. Now the nuance inside of that is that I also believe that most people with a single site, if they're an individual site user, unless they're in one of those rare cases of like the learning management system or the e-commerce store that has a large uh, directory, the infinite uploads cloud is going to be better for somebody who has maybe say 15 sites that they're managing um, or a multi-site network, which we haven't even started talking about yet, which Mm. Uh, this is the same technology that we've used to, to scale large multi-site networks to say 20, 20 terabytes, 90 million images, right? This is the same code base. So this is enterprise scaling at its finest mm. <laughs> and making it available to the lowest, you know, to the, to the basic consumer level, um, so so in terms of stability we've already used it for this kind of of use case um but so so you would scan that and it would say well the the base plan um might be enough for you it's a 20 gigabyte plan but you can then upgrade downgrade there's no contracts to whatever plan is is best for you mm-hmm. uh so you could start with that that basic plan it will have you click the connect button once it gives you this and the the interface looks similar to the disk utility on your computer. If you've ever used that yeah. where, where you like, what's, you know, what's on my computer? Oh, I've got this many media files, this many audio files, video files, archive files, whatever that is. And we tell you all of that. These are all the files that are used your uploads directory. You can click connect. It will take you over. If it's your first time connecting, you'll create your account, um, choose your plan. And then once you've done that, the it has you choose between um, storing the files in Europe or in the United States. Um, that's currently where we have storage facilities at. Those, So those um, will not have an impact, though on the delivery part because we do deliver everything from a CDN, which has 45 okay. points of presence. So the storage is more for your own benefit. If you have different regulations in your country and you need to follow those, Yeah. that was why we wanted to do that. Plus, um, if you're uploading from the United States, it's just convenient to, it's a faster process to, mm-hmm. um, push those that way. Um, so after all of that's done, and I'm it's it's sounding talking through it makes it sound sound like a yeah, lot more. It literally takes is, like you know? four seconds to do this,
0: doesn't it? <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> it's a really fast process. So once you've chosen your, your location, you uh it will automatically connect your site up and you just hit do you wanna sync this site? It sends you back to your WordPress dashboard, you say yes to that, um, and then it starts porting the files for you over automatically and then anything after that point will automatically bypass. So there's, there's another distinction is that it doesn't hit your hosts storage or bandwidth again, because it doesn't even go there. Um, it's not like a reroute. It actually automatically goes when you upload something is going to, infinite uploads from that point on yeah
0: yeah you you when we were um when we were having our little discussion before we hit record there was a quite an interesting moment where you described the fact that you can sort of back out at this point you know it, whilst it's uploading the files it's not deleting them you you're right. uploading them and you've got this sort of like insurance policy whereby if for reasons unknown you decide you want to sort of back out um, the files are still there, and you have to actually go into the interface and say, "Right, I've established this is all working. Now mm-hmm. let's delete them and re- remove them from our local storage, for want of a better word." So that's quite a, that's quite a nice um, that's quite a nice little insurance policy should things go pear-shaped, or
1: you know, you just decide you yeah. don't want to use it. Yeah. So something that's really important to note about uh, both Aaron and myself is that a lot of the places that we've had the privilege to work for Um, when we work on something if the plugin breaks if something goes wrong or even if it doesn't go wrong and there's just a perceived breakage like with something like smush um, aaron wrote the api for smush and and developed the original versions of of that and you're talking if that goes down over a million websites, I think it's almost 2 million now all their images would disappear and it would, that's a scary thing, right? (laughs) I mean, that's a, that's, and even if it's just the perception that that's going to happen. So somebody goes in and if you look through the, the negative reviews of something like that, most of the time it's like, it didn't work. It broke all my images, but the reality is it didn't break their images. It may have been a caching issue. It may have been, you know, a whole slew of other things. And so there's still that's a similar functionality that's taking place here where we're moving all of your media content. And if you go right back to your site and you haven't cleared the cache, it may look like everything's broken. Um, and so we have to do everything we can to eliminate those fears, to ease people's tension around this and understanding like as a, as a new company, especially, um, even though we've been in the game over 20 years together, uh, working on this and we've done things that are at massive scales. People don't know that about infinite uploads yet if they don't know us. Um, and so we're having to kind of regain that trust so every step along the way we're going i we've got to make sure first of all that people aren't going to lose their their data when they're doing this transfer and then not only do we have to make sure they're not going to lose that and that to me is is the easy part even in beta testing i haven't lost anything Mm -hmm. um i've if i've if it's broken anything it's just an issue of reconnecting back or whatever that was in the beta testing phase. But I've I've yet to have a problem where we've lost any content. Um, and And so in that kind of conversation then is not just are we keeping people's content safe? Are they perceiving that their content is safe, mm. <laughs> which is a whole different conversation. And that first moment of like, man, if I disable the uploads directory and I'm decoupling this, yeah. <laughs> uh, am I going to lose everything if I do that? And so as a fail safe, what we did was, which we haven't had to use, obviously, but that makes people more comfortable is they can do that if it looks like something broke to them and that's the perception they get, they can actually deactivate the plugin and it will fall right back to their existing Uh, Files that are in the local drive if everything's working the way that you want it to you can hit that delete button And it will free up all that space. Yeah, so like this morning I was showing you a site with nine gigabytes of of files that we were using for testing and The account that that's on um, Only allows you to have 10 gigabytes on the hosting side Um, and so I can now essentially delete all nine gigabytes of that, and now it takes the site back down to the original 500 megabytes for your hosting. Um, And and then that site, all those files are being delivered and served from the cloud. Yeah, so we we upload
0: all the files, we watch that process happen, and then there's, safe in the knowledge though that nothing has been deleted until you manually make the decision actually i've been using this for a couple of weeks now and it's it's working okay okay i'll go and click the button delete the files and and off they go yeah obviously the, the sort of reverse situation would be interesting to explore and what i mean by that is the option to to disable infinite uploads and know that you've still got access to the files so so what happens on the other end should we decide to disable this on a site or we uh, for a variety of reasons, may want to just deactivate the plugin. How do we get those assets back again? Right.
1: So if you just went in and deactivated the plugin itself and you had everything deleted, the file, the dis, it would disconnect from the CDN, but the files themselves we store for... Um, oh, man, I'd have to look at the exact terms of service, but I think it's a month and a half okay. that we actually store the files for... It after you've canceled your account after you've told us you don't want it so we're not deleting anything unless you go in and delete it off of our servers Mm -hmm. even if you disconnect like they're gonna sit there for another month and a half after your accounts canceled, completely done um but uh so so after that process if you were to um reinstall the plugin back you could connect back to that library at any point so I think you had already mentioned the possible of easier site migration mm. a better site migration experience so let's say you're working on a staging site you've done everything for a month on there you've uploaded images you've done all kinds of stuff you could essentially de- disconnect your staging site and reconnect back to your a live site once you've pushed live and all that media content would just be sitting there waiting for you to to pull it in and it does all of that redirect process for you the image uh, remapping all of that's handled through the CDN. you don't have to do any of that yeah um, if you were saying I want to leave I've got uh, three gigabytes of storage up in infinite uploads, but I want all those files pulled back in. There's a once you click disconnect, infinite uploads. It's not a premium feature; it's a built-in feature. Everybody gets it. It just starts downloading everything back to your local directory. Um, we we don't own your content. We don't want to own your content. Um, <laughs> we don't want to have rights to your content. So all of this. From a security perspective and an ownership perspective, is a big deal. Um, you're not storing it on, say, a a YouTube or even a Vimeo, where where um, some of these different so more social platforms have different rules about how they handle it. This would be all your own ownership uh, ownership of your content. Yep. right? Yep. Um, and so we're going to make that as seamless of a process for you to go, I'm going to be able to pull this content back in. And I think it's important to note about us as, or myself at, at the very least, is I I really don't want somebody to have to use this that doesn't need it. It's like, this is a product that when we came up with the concept and started working through it, it, it's going to benefit somebody. And there's a right type of audience that needs this. And that's the people I want to get this to. And Mm -hmm. either you need it or you don't kind of a thing. And so I don't feel this need to oversell the product to people. Yep. And if they accidentally get there for some reason or like, hey, this isn't what I need. I want to be able to leave. We wanted to make that process seamless. So you click disconnect. All your files start importing back in and no love lost. You can then close your account and walk away. Right, I think that's an important
0: thing to say, isn't it? So you know, we at some point, if we've committed to infinite uploads in the past and we've deleted our local media, you mentioned that from that moment on, anything uploaded to the media library will will not touch the the local storage. It will go directly through to your um, your cloud storage. And so mm-hmm. important to know that at the end, you can just with a button, get it back. And and I watched the process. Basically, you, you literally click a button and you get a progress bar and you just watch all the media files come back. And And presumably they're titled exactly as they were before. Everything should then just return to how it was. And in an ideal yes. world, I guess all of the media would be served locally and, and Bob's your uncle. That's it. You're
1: done. Yes. Yeah. yep. Yeah. Yes. Yep. And we all have an uncle named Bob. Yeah. So that's. I mean, is,
0: is that not a phrase in the United States? Yeah. We, we say that quite. A it's lot. not, but I, okay. I heard
1: it. I heard it in the, at WordCamp Europe. Yeah. And I thought that is the best thing. Yeah. I, I it, it just kind of
0: basically means and you're done. It's, yeah. it's finished, yeah. yeah. Um, just about that, I'm interested from a sort of security point of view. Do you, do you actually have... I know this is like the most edge case of possible scenarios, but I'm going to ask anyway. I'm just interested to know, do you actually have oversight? And can you inspect what people upload? Let's say, for example, that somebody from, I don't know, the FBI decided to use your service. Um, can you actually see that media or is it is it sort of encrypted on the fly what sort of security measures are
1: going on there okay we do have a, a lot of encryption and follow kind of the same think of principles in terms of of that as far as me being able to go look at your media content that would be an errand question um i i'd have to because i i don't fool around with that yeah <laughs> cloud side of that and what's what's going on in 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 there. So he may be able to. I I don't that's okay. I'm not sure. That's okay. Yeah. Let's talk a bit about the technology there because a lot of people
0: will say, you know, I pay for my premium hosting. They seem to have a fairly decent reputation at serving my media up. I've got no no quandaries with that. It's all fine. Tell us about the, the stack of technology that's underpinning all of this. You know, tell us a little bit about the CDN and where the files are stored and and obviously that the prime purpose of using this is to I guess to you know make it simple but also hopefully to make it fast. so what are the assurances that you've got around around that? Yeah,
1: so from a stack perspective, we have used um backblaze for storage we're using amazon uh, cloud services for interconnecting interlocking everything and then stack path CDN is where we're um, serving the, the content from so that's kind of the technical side of this very interesting to note probably then would be that the cost of of storage and bandwidth delivery are two different types of things which which this took a lot of Things a lot to to figure out. How do we market this appropriately? Because if you start just comparing storage costs to say like a a Dropbox or whatever, people get really confused around that concept. And it's because the cost of bandwidth and re-delivering content is is a different process than just storing Mm. your files and bandwidth costs are actually eight times the cost of what storage costs. Right. Um, And so we're kind of a specialty hosting company that only hosts media content, just like a managed WordPress host specializes in hosting only WordPress sites. Um, and, And we've optimized for delivering that content back to end users, not just for storing and holding content in a place, but actually the re-delivery of that, the redistribution of content. So, um, with all of that in mind, when you think about setting up and here's the tension points when you're setting up some other services, if you're going to go through and go, well, I'll just figure out how to do AWS. They've the plugins that are exist now are amazing plugins, and I think you've had some of those guys on before. Mm-hmm. They, have, they've yeah. done yep. a fantastic job around uh, providing easy solutions for for trying to connect a cloud service. But it doesn't stop at that point. You have to also create the cloud right, that you're going to use and create your account over there. So you have to choose, all right, I'm going to do storage with S3, and I'm going to do a CDN with S3 and, and you're activating those different things. And anybody who's been in the, the cloud architecture space or world, what can be quite frightening, or even if you haven't been is when you have this $5 a month bill that you're getting over and over again. And then all of a sudden you get a $350 bill. Or if you're a host, you have a, um, bill every month. And all of a sudden you get a $25,000 bill. This, this is real world. Like I'm not making these numbers up. This happens. Okay. Mm -hmm. And it's because you can turn the wrong button on, turn the wrong thing on, set the wrong configuration. And all of a sudden you're getting charged for things you didn't even realize that you were getting charged for. So there's a, a learning curve and a gap where people's whole jobs in enterprise companies are to watch the data, watch the numbers, make sure that there's not these overages taking place and making sure that things are configured properly so that you don't get one of those huge bills. And there's not a lot of fail safes in place for somebody like uh, an S3 because they want you to have those expenses, right? They're, They're like, yeah, here's all the options we give you a ton of different things. You accidentally turn the wrong thing on, now your bills, you know, a couple hundred more dollars a month than than what yeah. you had. So we're we're trying to eliminate that as well where it's just you've got your plans, you don't have to go in and set up the account stuff if you already know how to do that as an as an uh a developer or someone who's an agency owner you've gone out you already know how to set up this cloud stuff, but you know what I'm talking about. Mm. Infinite uploads is right in the pocket price point-wise with these other solutions. Um our prices are pretty even if but you have to obviously know the the comparison point, you know, is S3 storage plus delivery and then once you at scale our pricing is actually um better. Than an S3, Uh, so like if you get up to a terabyte of data, then our prices are actually lower on that side. Yeah. So I don't know if I actually answered the question. No, no, it was fine. No, it was good actually.
0: We started out with just you know what's your stack, and that was covered right early on, so that's good. And and it brings up the subject of pricing because the some important distinctions I suppose uh, between infinite uploads and and other um, competitive plugins. You you just got a real simple take on this. It's just storage. Um, you've got one account. Um, that account uh, is un- unlimited in a sense. You know you can connect unlimited websites. The only right. differentiator here is that you know if you over if you overuse you know, if you go beyond twenty gigabytes say then you're into another pricing tier of and then if you go beyond fifty gigabytes you're into a different one. So that's it. Um, the pricing. Dead simple, you can go and find it at infiniteuploads.com forward slash pricing. As of this moment, we're starting at $9 a month for up to 20 gigabytes of storage and CDN. Um, you can upload as much as you like, That you can presumably up- download as much as you like so long as you stay within that constraint. The um, right. the question that I've got around the pricing, though, if, if, if it's t- tied to... 20 gigabytes of storage and 20 gigabytes of CDN bandwidth. If if one of those sort of strayed over slightly, how do we? How does that adjust? Do you get some kind of email saying, "Look, you're approaching the limit. Let's think about upgrading you," or do you automatically put them onto the next tier? Should they stray into the next tier's territory?
1: Yeah. So if you well on the pricing page from a communications perspective, there's all this information is just below the pricing table, but and and how we address overages. but the reason we don't roll people up into the next tier automatically is because um, one, you may it may be more cost beneficial for you to just pay for a a little bit of bandwidth overage than it is for you to actually roll into the next plan, but what we also did to make it easy for people is if you start rolling over, let's say you add another really big site and your site goes over for some reason, but we're going to notify you. We send out a whole ever I think at 90% we send an email. Um, but if you didn't get that email and you did end up going over, if you upgrade any time in that 30 day billing cycle, um, Will honor the the pricing of that, so you can roll up, you know, even if you've gone over, you can roll up to the next plan, and you'll only it will functionally pay for for whatever happened that month. Okay, I got it. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so it's like backwards
0: compatibility almost. You'll you'll cover it. Yeah, yeah. That's great. The um, one thing that just sort of occurs to me is if I install, let's say I'm an agent. I've got an agency and I've got like 50 websites or something like that and I've decided I want to link this up. So I go link it and and how does that work? Is there some sort of like shared shared environment that I can then so you know I log in with my credentials and presumably then yeah. I can select the sites that I want. Obviously you know there is possibility of error there you could connect the wrong site and suddenly the wrong assets are in the wrong site and so on and so forth but also from the point of view of end users so i've built my site i've handed it over to my client do they are they able to in any way interact with this are there permissions that they can they can see can they switch this off and on can do they even know that this is happening i suppose in most cases you wouldn't even need to tell them right
1: right they wouldn't know unless If you were truly handing off, I would say it would be better for you to create their own account for them. If you're going to continue managing it, they're in our uh, infinite uploads on the site side dashboard. Um, You could just go to the sites view um, of the member dashboard and then it lists every site that's connected to that account. And then you could see the individual use usage for that site by clicking on that site and it takes you in um so that you can actually manage individual sites Mm -hmm. and disconnect and reconnect so if for example you were managing a site um for somebody and then you said "Ah, i'm ready to move on and i want to disconnect this but they want to continue using infinite uploads you could have them create an account hit the sync button and as soon as it takes them over to infinite uploads it will ask hey this site's already connected over here do you want to use that library or not Um, and then you could say yes and then you could um, uh, you'd have to let them essentially jump off of of the the storage from your account but then then it would resync back over to their account.
0: Right, that's interesting. So there's a way yeah. to sort of like off offload it to the client. Yeah, that's that's really yeah. interesting. It strikes me this is like a really nice upsell for an agent. Um that is to say yes. could easily roll into part of a care plan, you know. Uh we've got you a nice host, it's an affordable host, but it'll do that that job admirably, but we you know, we know that you've you've built a ton of um, video content that you want to be available throughout the world at the click of a button, very speedy and so on. Uh, we've got we've got this perfect little package. You know, we'll sell you for fifty dollars a month or whatever, where we will we will operate a CDN for you. And I noticed that if you go onto a higher tier, so starting I think at twenty nine dollars a month, you'll also you also offer the option to have a custom domain, so you could actually almost set this up as a
1: a service. Yes, yeah. So every Site at the and so that's the only difference between a business plan and a personal plan um, is the ability to add custom CDNs uh, URLs to every site, and that wouldn't just be for one site, that's every site gets a custom CDN URL that's connected to your account. Um, and so, you just basically all you have to do is set up a subdomain. Right. URL, drop it in, paste it, hit save, and it automatically converts. So now you're not serving from infinite uploads. You're serving from media.mysitename.com. Yeah. Um, yeah. I can see that being that's, a, really, that's a, a really, big, really
0: useful feature for some agencies that they you know that would be a real yeah, a real nice thing to be able to sell
1: on to their clients for sure. Right. And it's got, you know, obvious SEO benefits if you're really into that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, because now the the URLs are all linking back to your, or are at least masked to link back to your site.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Okay, so I think we probably we probably used up the the available time. Um, but it, there's probably something I missed along the way because I always do. If you can think of that, then go for it. And if not, then tell us tell us where we can find you. You know, if somebody wants to speak to you directly or email you or get reach out to you on Twitter, go for all of that.
1: Oh, wow. That is a, a great question right at the end. What did I miss? <laughs> <laughs> what, what it does is it takes all the responsibility away from me. <laughs> yeah. I honestly like the more that that we go down this and I don't even know if this is going to be be helpful, but like the more that we've worked on this, I'm shocked that it hasn't been made available uh, already this is something that i on, i I just believe is it's an it's either needed or not, like what I was telling you before, and I'm excited to be able to benefit some of these organizations that I've worked for years with in this um, or if you've had a a hosting company that you're really enjoying, especially ones that are running on bare metal servers that have very limited Storage available to you, but you're like pushing this the envelope and trying to scale um, This is the way to do that and it it does it. It's fast. It's efficient. It's it uh, is Kind of a, a game-changing type service and I'm excited to be a part of what I think is a pioneer level of stateless WordPress and where things are headed with that and um, the people that I've gotten to talk to, I, I think of really the true pioneers are are people like Stratic, who've been doing headless WordPress and, and decoupling WordPress for, for a lot of years already and just to kind of be in their wings and go, man, this is where things are headed for, in terms of performance, mm-hmm. site optimization, getting... Making the internet faster and better for end users and the usability experience of taking WordPress from forty percent market share to to the hundred percent market share that you know Matt is dreaming of <laughs> and and so I think that's that's where um I get most excited is is the possibilities when you start talking about this technology uh it's it's something super simple when you go in to use it, but what's taking place on the back end is we've essentially made stateless WordPress available to the world you mm-hmm. know to to anybody who's ready to go down that path and needs it yeah um and so, yeah, for me, I'm Josh Daly. You can find me, Josh Daly. Uh, at Josh Daly on Twitter is probably the most uh, the best place, you know, to to get a hold of me. And I think my DMs are open. The at Infinite Uploads is also on Twitter and Facebook. You can find us there. Um InfiniteUploads.com, as you mentioned, we're on the repository. The plugin is free. Connect an unlimited number of sites. We're not going to change that because the service is the storage and the bandwidth. It's not the plugin. The plugin is our way of allowing people to connect. So we're going to continue to make that free. And if you don't ever connect a site, you got a nice disk utility. <laughs> so <laughs> you can see what's what's on there and you can try it out and and just kind of get a feel for it that way. Um, and then also, uh, yeah, if you're interested in in the other stuff that I do, I'm CMO at, at Aspen Grove studios and Divi space. So I'm kind of in the, the niche theme builder space as well and dabbling there, but have a affinity towards the cloud storage space. I really, really, you know, things that, that I feel like are essential for, for almost any site, you know, is, is going to be, how is that content being delivered? And so, yeah. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you for coming on the podcast today and talking to
0: us. Infinite uploads. Go check it out and uh, leave some comments. Let us know what you think. If you've got any questions, you could reach out to Josh directly in all the ways that you just mentioned. Thanks for coming on the podcast, Josh.
1: Yes. Thank you for having me. And as always, I am honored to be in the presence of greatness. We <laughs> I'm going to choke. <laughs> right, I'm going
0: to I'm going to press stop. Thank you so much Josh. <laughs> Well, I hope that you enjoyed that. Very nice chatting to Josh Daly. I was lucky enough to meet him in WordCamp Europe a few years ago, and so it was really nice catching up with him for this podcast episode and learning all about the new Infinite Uploads plugin that he has co-founded. If you're interested to know more, you can head over to their website. Links are in the show notes. And also, if you feel you want to make some comment about it, you can do that either on the wpbuilds.com website. Or you could go to the Facebook group. Either way, search for episode number 233 and make your comment there. The WP Builds podcast was brought to you today by AB Split Test. Do you want to set up your AB Split Test in record time? The new AB Split Test plugin for WordPress will have you up and running in a couple of minutes. Use your existing pages and test anything against anything else buttons, images, headers, rows, anything. And the best part is it works with Elementor, Beaver Builder and the WordPress block editor. So check it out and get a free demo at absplittest.com. As is the case every week, we'll be back next week for a podcast episode because this was an interview. Next week, it'll be a chat with David Wormsley about something from the alphabet, something to do with the A to Z of WordPress. Also, we'll be back, as I said at the top of the show, the This Week in WordPress show, 2 p.m. UK time. Paul Lacey and I chatting with some notable WordPress guests about the WordPress news. Subscribe over at wpbuilds.com forward slash subscribe so you don't miss anything. But I'm done for now. I'm going to fade in some cheesy music. I'll say I'll see you soon. Have a good week. Stay safe. Bye bye for now.